Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? You're listening to another episode of Life in English. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. And in this episode, I'm going to share five simple tips for learning English by yourself. If you would like to read a transcript of the episode, you can visit lifeinenglish.net slash EP53. That's lifeinenglish.net slash EP and the numbers 5-3. But without further ado, let's get started. All right. So tip number one, learn and master the fundamentals. Wax on, wax off. Right. It can be hard to be disciplined and focus on the fundamentals when you're learning something new. Because most of us just want to jump right into the fun stuff without giving respect to the basics, you know? But you have to learn how to crawl before you can walk. And you have to learn how to walk before you can run. Now, if you know any human being on the planet who has not gone through this process in this order, please give me their contact information. I would really like to meet this person. <laughs> the fundamentals are building blocks of everything you want to do in life. But in this case, there are, how can I say, they are the building blocks of every sentence of every conversation that you will have, right? Verbs, nouns, adjectives, prepositions, pronouns, past, present, future. These things deserve all of your focus in the beginning, you know? So I recommend you don't think too much about slang, cool expressions, sounding like a native speaker, you know? Because the only person that cares about these things is you, my friend. I'm sorry to tell you, sorry, I'm sorry to tell you that, but nobody cares. If you sound like a native, nobody cares. If you know the coolest expressions, nobody gives a shit, my friend. They just want to know what you're trying to say. That's all. 
So instead, I recommend you focus on the basic things that we do or say every single day. And once you master those things, learning everything else will be a breeze. And what does that mean, Tony? What does breeze mean? Well, it means that everything else will flow like the wind does, right? Everything else will be easy. And just in case you're not reading the transcript, which I think you should, the word breeze is spelled B-R-E-E-Z-E, okay? It's just the wind that blows by. The wind that blows by? I don't know. We call that a breeze. So if something is a breeze, it's just super easy. It just flows like the wind, all right? Now, trust me when I tell you that without the fundamentals, you will always have a hard time or a difficult time making progress. And you can still make progress and learn a lot, but you will always be slowing yourself down trying to understand a complex idea in and of itself instead of trying to understand the fundamental concept behind the concept idea. Hopefully that makes sense to you. All right. Tip number two, learn on a need to know basis. Now, this point is similar to the first one. I just meet so many people that slow themselves down by trying to learn things they don't don't. (laughs) I tried to say don't and do not at the same time. I meet so many people that slow themselves down by trying to learn things that they don't need to know. Having the most extensive vocabulary or knowing all the expressions and sounding like a native is not what you need, in my opinion, of course. Your main objective should be to be understood. So what do I mean when I say a need-to-know basis? I literally mean that you should only be focusing on the things that you really need to know right now. Learning random slang and expressions isn't going to help you communicate better. Learning how to talk about the things that you do every day your personal interests, relationships, food, and things like that will help you communicate better because these are things that we talk about every day. And this is why talking to yourself in English is so, it's such an effective way to improve your skills. Because when you're talking to yourself in English or any foreign language, you will quickly realize which things you don't know how to say, right? Now, once you realize the things you don't know how to say, you will have identified exactly what you need to know. Identifying exactly what you need to know helps you save time by ignoring all the things you don't need to know. I assume your goal is to learn English as fast as possible, and you can't learn English fast without being focused. All right? So focus! Tip number three. Being understood is more important than being perfect. Now, that's kind of like a statement. It's not a tip. But the tip is focus on being understood and not speaking perfect English. All right. Because I've met a lot of people that are embarrassed by the fact that they can't speak perfect English. I've also met a lot of people that choose not to learn English because they can't speak perfectly after two months of studying. But what you need to understand is that being understood is so much more important than being perfect. No matter how long. You've been learning a foreign language. As long as people can clearly and easily understand what it is that you're trying to say, nothing else really matters, man. Perfect is the enemy of good. Maybe you've never heard that before. But uh, what I mean when I say that is you will never be good enough if you're always trying to be perfect because you will never be perfect. 
If that's your goal, you're never going to achieve your goal and you're always going to be dissatisfied. Because nobody's perfect. So by trying to be perfect, you eliminate all possibilities of just being good. And good is not bad, right? (laughs) So anyway, even native speakers don't speak perfect English. Even native speakers make grammatical mistakes or don't understand things about their own language. So instead of trying to be perfect with every word of every sentence of every thought that you try to express, focus on finding the simplest way to express what you're really trying to say. This will make it easier for people to understand you. And when people understand you, that will give you the confidence to speak and learn more. I think. At least it did for me. All right. So, tip number four. Simple English is better than... Nah, I fucked that up. Tip number four, take two. Simple English is better English. Again, not a tip, but the idea is that you should focus on keeping it simple. It's generally the best way to do things the simplest way is generally the best way okay especially with language unless you're trying to i don't know impress somebody and i my question would be why are you trying to impress somebody you know and maybe i'm being a little redundant with these points but another thing that can help you is uh asking native speakers if there's more than one way to say something for example if someone calls me and says matter of fact If you call me and you say, what's up? I might say, nothing, just chilling. Now you might ask yourself, what is chilling? What is that? Now in this context, chilling is another way of saying relaxing, not doing anything in particular, right? Now after hearing this explanation, you're satisfied because you understand the meaning of the word in this context, right? But you could then ask me, Tony, is there another way to say that? And I would say, yes, there is. Another way of saying I'm just chilling is I'm just relaxing. Now, this probably isn't the best example, but the point is the same, right? Another quick example would be phrasal verbs. There's almost always more than one way to express the idea of a phrasal verb. Get on, take over, shut up freak out, stay in, get over. All of these phrasal verbs can be expressed by using other verbs without using prepositions. Now, I'm not saying don't learn phrasal verbs. You actually need to because we use them every day and we don't even realize it, but we use them all the fucking time. But what I'm saying is there's generally always more than one way to say something. And the simplest way is usually the best. Okay, that's the point. All right. Tip number five, last but certainly not least, or maybe least, I don't know. Tip number five is pick one dialect, one accent, and stick with it. Now, what does stick with it mean? Stick with it is something that we say when we mean, uh, let's say, dedicate yourself to it. Don't leave it, don't abandon it, don't uh, forget about it. You need to stick with it or stay with it. Maybe that's easier for you to understand. Pick one thing and stay with it. Okay, dedicate yourself to that one thing. Now, this is another thing that can really slow down your progress because a language like English has a number of dialects and accents that you can study. And while it's tempting 
to learn about all of them. I suggest that you pick one dialect and one accent and master them. Because at the end of the day, English is English, right? So don't worry too much about not being able to understand people from other regions of a country or even other countries. Because in most cases, the main differences are just word choices and accents. And you can study those things in you know more detail or more deeply once you have a very good understanding of one dialect and one accent. Think about it as if you were you know playing soccer, right? Generally, a soccer player is going to pick one position and become very good at that position. The striker, or number nine, probably won't be an expert midfielder or defender or goalkeeper, right? He or she will spend hours on top of hours practicing the specific skills that they need for their position on the team. It doesn't mean that the striker won't be familiar with the responsibilities of the winger or the midfielder or the defender, but these things are secondary in the mind of the striker. You see what I'm saying? I hope so. But that's it, my friends. Hopefully these five tips have helped you to consider some different ways that you can improve and speed up your English learning process. But if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to send me a message on Instagram at English with Kaizen. That's English with Kaizen. Or you can visit the website at lifeinenglish.net. Not dot com. God damn it. It's dot net. All right. This is the Life in English podcast. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I will talk to you later. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 